Have you ever sat down to read your Bible and wonder where to begin, or question if the ancient words on those impossibly thin pages will ever make any sense? Maybe you've compared your Bible with the colorful and note-filled pages of others, or wondered how to understand why you believe what you believe. You're not alone, my friend. Welcome to the Biblical Context Matters podcast. I'm Bree Blum, and I will be your host while we take a closer look at God's Word through the eyes of the original audience, exploring the cultural, historical, geographical, linguistic, political, and religious influences upon the people and places of the Bible. Together, we'll learn how to intentionally study Scripture to get beyond surface-level knowledge and find a deeper belief and understanding of the heart of God. It's possible. Thank you, promise. The Fingerprints of God. It had been an incredibly busy week. On Sunday, daughter number two, in order, not value, arrived from El Salvador after living abroad for five years. I was delighted to be a part of her transition to move back to the U.S., but her long to-do list felt overwhelming since her body was still operating on Salvadorian time. On Monday, we drove to her new town, more than an hour each way, to see the rented space she would soon call home. The property management company had assured her that she could complete any remaining paperwork online. But today, Wednesday, everything suddenly changed, and she needed to be present to establish accounts and pay deposits. Since she had already booked a moving truck for the weekend ahead, her only choice was to drive back to her new town so she didn't jeopardize her weekend move. It felt inconvenient. As we pulled out of the driveway, we prayed for God to give us the right connections and protect us on the highway. We made a list for the day, but God made one too. Not long after we got on the road, daughter number three, who lives 90 minutes from our destination, texted that she would also be in town for her graduate class and wanted to meet us for lunch. Thank you, God, for unexpected blessings. Our first stop was getting the cashier's check from the bank to pay the rental deposit and rent. The woman who helped us was kind and efficient. Since there were no other customers in the bank, the manager was available to advise us regarding the best way to access cash from my daughter's web-based account. Based on his suggestion, she found an ATM near the bank that charged no fee. Thank you, God, for direction. Next, we went to the city offices to set up accounts for water, sewer, and trash, which were all in one place. But while my daughter waited in line, she remembered that the property management company had asked for two checks, one for the deposit and a separate check for the rent. If she had put only one check in the deposit box, it was possible the company may not have processed it and it may have delayed her move in. Thank you, God, for the reminder. There was no time to backtrack to the bank because it was time for our lunch date with daughter number three. Unfortunately, our restaurant of choice was closed to indoor dining, but the outdoor seating with a cool breeze was perfect for a time together. Thank you, God, for good weather and laughter. 
back to the bank, the same cheerful teller was waiting for us. Daughter number two explained her dilemma, and the teller helped us cancel the original check and create two checks. She remarked how positive we were through the challenge and didn't charge us for the new checks. Thank you, God, for saving us $20. Finally, we set up an account for electricity and dropped off the deposit and rent checks in the Dropbox at the property management company. Housing done. Next up, transportation. We were able to leave the city, test drive, car number one on our way back home and arrived just in time to meet my husband at an appointment to test drive car number two, already vetted by her dad and me. Thank you, God, for ordering our steps. Car number one was clearly not what my daughter was looking for, but car number two was the winner. She had some cash, but not enough for the purchase price, since the ATM had a daily limit on withdrawal accounts. Her only option was to wait a few days to finish the sale and hope the car would be available. Once again, God was taking care of every detail. Hours earlier, my dear husband had received the first paycheck from his new job, which provided enough for us to write a check for the car. She could transfer the outstanding balance over the next few days. Thank you, God, for perfect timing. COVID and inflation have affected the cost and availability of housing and vehicle. Prices are high, but demand is higher, which severely limits availability. And yet, in just three days, God had provided a safe and affordable option for both. Only God. Thank you, God, for provision and blessing. But our day wasn't over. The three of us decided to celebrate at a Mexican restaurant nearby. I scooted out to the restroom, but I had to wait since the only stall available was occupied. When the door of the occupied stall opened, a woman struck up a conversation with me about the locked second stall being empty. I believe I mentioned something about the weather. She continued to talk and told me about how she lived in Florida, but was returning from spending three months in New York to help her parents build and move into a home. I could tell she just needed to talk. I listened. My husband and I had just returned from a two-month adventure living with his mom to help her downsize and move. I told the kind woman that I understood how she felt, and I encouraged her that she had served her family well. Thank you, God, for a connection. As we exited the bathroom, she continued our conversation. She mentioned that her husband had just gotten a new job and that they would be relocating to Phoenix or New York. Her eyes and the repeated tick of her facial muscle hinted that she felt overwhelmed just like my daughter and I had felt this morning. She hadn't indicated in any way that she followed a faith, but by now I could tell that she was grasping for a life preserver. And I knew the perfect one. I summarized how God had orchestrated every single detail of our day, and I assured her that he would do the same for her transition. She mentioned that she had met several Christians along her journey who were very kind. 
Thank you, God, for an open door. I asked her name. She told me her first name, that it meant Christian, and that she had been one years ago. Then hesitantly, she added that maybe she needed to come back. I told her I'd be praying for her as God reminded me. I also said that God really did love her and that he would help her get every detail settled, just like he helped my daughter and me. She had tears in her eyes as she walked away. Thank you, God, for hope. As we reflected on the day, we could see God's fingerprints of love and care in every situation and every interaction. The testimony of God's faithfulness in the move for daughter number two will no doubt be repeated to our family and friends. But on that very day, God sent a someone else who desperately needed to hear the testimony of his faithfulness and his love for her. Thank you, God, for orchestrating every detail of our day and for your presence in the bathroom of a Mexican restaurant. Think about it. Look for the fingerprints of God in your life and keep your eyes open for someone who needs hope today. Do you enjoy learning about scripture through its context? We invite you to visit our website, intentionoffilling.com, to check out the number of resources we have available in our shop, including worksheets, studies, and even our free online course, Rooted in the Word. Subscribe to the Biblical Context Matters podcast to be alerted of our new episode for more faith-boosting content. Until next time, read your Bible and remember, Biblical Context Matters.